Hi, and thanks for joining us for another episode of Enlightened Conversations. Each week, we invite guests to share their views on the world, work, and their personal lives in an enlightened way. Our hosts have been chosen especially to role model just how we do an enlightened conversation. This episode of Enlightened Conversations is hosted and produced by Michelle Lightworker and sponsored by the Lightworker Foundation. Hi everyone, it's Michelle Lightworker here and welcome to Enlightened Conversations. I'm very excited today. I have a wonderful guest, Kelly Kingston, joining me to share space with me where we, can, we feel that we can change the world one enlightened conversation at a time. And so for those of you who don't know Kelly, well, let me just let you know a little bit about her. Now, there's always a few people in the world who will make an everlasting impression on you. And yes, people come and go from our lives. But when you meet Kelly, she will have a profound effect of you, on you and what you think you know. I'm already getting goosebumps just introducing her to you. Then as you listen closely, Kelly shows you her heart journey. She, she has moved from being a quietly spoken young lady to a free-thinking, free-spirited individual operating confidently in helping people all around the world. Kelly is now custodian of Inspired Living Events, which provide documentaries to share a lot of information in a short amount of time and to motivate people to take positive action in their lives. Kelly is also founder and co-director of her heart-based passion to make this world a much better place through One Purse, One Planet Limited, which was established to create affordable, self-sustainable communities that can be duplicated worldwide. Wow, what a woman and what an introduction. Welcome, Kelly Kingston. Thank you so much, Michelle Lightworker. You make me sound like, you know, um, I don't know. This is so overwhelming. It's beautiful. Well... It's interesting that I make you sound like that, but that's just exactly what you are and what you stand for. And it's, it's, it's just so inspiring. I love that you're frontlining inspired living events and, and, and allowing yourself to step into that energy of being the custodian there because the word inspiring is extraordinarily summarising of you and what you've done and what you're doing. So... Yeah, I feel like saying, hey, like, whew, let yourself feel that because that's the reality of what you're doing, sweetheart. Thank you, Michelle. That's really encouraging. And, you know, I, I sometimes get overwhelmed with, you know, different ideas of, you know, what to do next and how to go about that. And, um, you know, sometimes I just really need to collect everything about who I am and, and then remain present so that I don't go on a massive tangent because I do I have an extraordinary view on what needs to be changed and how to go about that and then what my part is in putting that forward. It's an interesting point too because I often find that too like I get given or I I see a lot of what could happen or could change. Often I see the possibilities in people long before perhaps they're even going to step into that. So it is, I think it is a a bit sort of on that spiritual mastery level for us where we are actually able to see all the information coming through or get all the ideas that we want to, you know, put out there into the world Um, and then balance that with, uh, what's the universal will? What's the collective consciousness right now? What's the human being's will at the at that moment in time as well? And yeah, I, I think that it always is, sweetheart. Like especially for visionaries such as yourself um, and myself too. We just yeah, it's always a balancing game. I'm sure people that are actually leaders of future oriented thinking are actually feeling the same thing. That it's always that hmm. How much do I do? How much am I meant to do just because I can do it or just because I can see it, you know? No, I totally agree. And do you know what? There's so many shifts going on around the world, um, in our universe, in our solar system. And, you know, energies where people are feeling so overwhelmed, um, not only on an emotional basis, spiritual, um, 
you know, and, and just present. So uh, for me at the moment, um, having four children, um, a family, my partner, um, uh, the new business taking over um, the custodianship of inspired living events and, um, you know, founding uh, and co-directing One Purse, One Planet. It, it's, you know, it, it, people, people say to me, you know, how do you do it? Oh, my gosh, they've got so much going on, Kelly. And, you know, I'm flat out doing this one thing and you've got this all this going on. But, you know, I, I have a really good system of time management and, and I take notes and I do brain dumps and, and I kind of keep forever clearing my mind so that I can then make room for new stuff. And then if it doesn't serve me, well, then it just goes by the wayside. So um, my biggest thing is being present. I need to know that, you know, I go off on different journeys of my own and I, it, it takes me in that direction and that direction but then I just need to just go okay yeah no worries that's all good and well but let's just stay present and and focus on on what we can do and um, in inspired living events um, it's just probably been nearly two months now that we've been um, you know in the custodianship of guiding this new little baby um, and it's had its challenging times and it's still in that, you know, early preconception stage, but you know, it's, it's really flourishing and I'm planning for 2017 and we've got some amazing people that um, I've contacted from, um, the, from America and Europe and they've um, confirmed that they will be coming over to support premierships of new films and um, live documentaries that can help change people um, in, in what direction they need to be at this particular point in time. So that's really, really exciting. Oh, 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 it's, oh, it's so, I'm, I'm basically that person that hopes one day I can make movies to inspire people and just to be um, connected to anything like that for me on a personal level, like it's humongous. I just feel like, well, I just want to do my little bit, my big little happy dance. Um, and I, I loved, I loved being involved in the um, on the Q and A panel um, for the resonance. That was really an interesting um, movie to come and see back in October. And I, I actually, I've got a little snippet in the Lightworker Advocate magazine, a little video clip for people that they can actually see. That will also redirect them to the, the whole lot of the Q and A panel. Very interesting discussion. Um, I love I love the the way movies and documentaries um, get us thinking and motivate us to um, embrace certain things. They open our mind, they expand our mind, but also I think that and I've shared this before, but I'll share it again. I feel like there's in in history, time gone by, you had the leaders of the tribes, and they they bring the people together. And they'd sit in circle and they'd tell story. And, and what would happen is that the, the, the listener would go on a journey um, of exploration, not that they understood that they were doing that. They just unconsciously, they were going on a journey with that story. Every part of that story reflected a part of them, an archetype inside of them. And they were able to, um, <laughs> you know, work through that almost like a therapy while they're listening to the story to come to some kind of, to the light, to the happy ending, to the res resolution, to the transformation. And I feel like, you know, movies and documentaries provide that platform, that same kind of platform. They open our mind, they expand us, and they give us that permission to step into that part of ourselves that perhaps we're not comfortable with bit yet. Oh, we don't like that opinion. Oh, how do we resolve that? You know, it gives us that opportunity, doesn't it? Um, absolutely. Um, absolutely, and that's a really good point. People will come to the film documentaries knowing that they want to make a change in their life and knowing that they have that underlying feeling of, okay, there's something wrong. One, I don't know what it is. Two, I don't know where to go. And three, um, how can I get into that collective movement of not being, you know, shunted or judged or, you know, having somebody 
put their opinion onto them to then, you know, make that feeling even more stagnant and dormant for them to actually then reach out. So being a part of, um, you know, inspired living events and the film documentaries changing on, you know, next next year we're going to be doing weekly um, and monthly depending which areas uh, we take uh, inspired living events into. So people will then get to know that uh, we're there to support in so many different ways. So not only do we have the... Um, the live documentaries, um, we will also be doing workshops and retreats to support the people that are wanting to make that change. So that's a, another big thing. Yeah, oh, that's awesome, isn't it? I mean, it really helps to support that whole process, doesn't it? You know, you go to see a movie, it stirs the pot a bit, yeah, you have your realisations and then it's like, oh, great, I've got some support structure in place that I can actually follow through with that. Um, I think that that's a really great... A really awesome way of acknowledging the power of movies and in, in documentaries. I really, I really do. I feel like you know, it really, um, it, I, it's it's amazing that it hasn't been thought of much. You know, with other other movies anywhere and things like that. But you know, I mean, I'll go see a movie like Avatar. This is a good example, you know. And then after the movie, my husband and I. We'll be talking about how, wow, you know, what that meant and, you know, how, how, how that ending did, didn't feel perhaps sufficient enough for us. We needed something else, which might mean there's another movie, which would be good. And, and then we talk about what we put in it and, you know, it's, whoa, we've got processing going on. Um, I love that you provide a platform for that. I really do. Yeah. And funny you should say that because I've actually had a lot of feedback and um, when we um, took over the custodianship of Inspired Living events, we kind of were indecisive on, you know, what film to put in and so we had a lot of support from different people and, you know, we chose The Resonance and that was a, a, um, a, a film that kind of was way out of left field to be bringing into Inspired Living events because it's kind of not what has been shown in the past with, um, you know, the previous owners. And uh, so, you know, we, we took a, a, a really big chance and, and but it felt really good. The, the decision upon making it at that particular point in time felt great. Um, it was all about higher frequencies. It was all about raising your vibration and coming into that place of, oh my gosh, this is what it feels like to be alive. Like. Uh, wow. And um, helping people understand not only the scientific methodology behind it, but the, pra the practical um, implementations that people can actually do to raise their vibrations. And, 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 and you were there, you saw it, the people in the audience um, said that the guest speakers actually made the night for them because the clarity that they actually got in asking the questions to yourself, Lauren and Greg, were, you know, beyond words can say. So it's, it's really good to be able to be in a position where there was like probably four people on the night said, this is just so totally amazing. I really didn't know what to expect from the resonance, but um, it's given me a lot of clarity in and around different questions that I've been sitting with for a long time. And you know what, just that kind of just makes me all warm and tingly inside. And I just say, yeah, you know, if it's only one person a day, that's great, but four people for one film, um, and that's the only people that I got to speak to. So there could have been more. So I'm happy. I'm stoked. And I love that. I love that you want to replicate this model globally because I feel for me, I mean, I'm big on the global thing. You're obviously big on the global thing with one person, one planet and replication. I love that. Go girl. Awesome. Um, because I feel like, uh, for me, it's, it's, it's like if we can't, you know, if you can create something that, um, you know is going to benefit society and you can actually then distribute that around and and make that accessible for everyone I, I feel like that's that's really forward thinking in my opinion i mean i've been local for a long time i'm um, doing what i'm doing and and um you know 
I think, yeah, it gets to that point too where you where you just feel like, yeah, obviously you feel like exactly the way you've already taken it with one person, one planet. So, you know, I can understand that you've already got that kind of ethos behind you. But I'm happy to, for you to share a bit about any of your vision that you've got where you can see this going just to let people know where it is going if you have some information on that for people. Absolutely. Um, with Inspired Living events next year, uh, my big thing is that people get in a fearful state of wanting to be able to make a change but not knowing how to go about it. Or, oh, and, and when you're going through it, like I've been through different aspects of what that actually feels like and looks like, and I just go, oh my gosh, I'm the only person in the world that's going through this at this particular point in time. You know, who do I speak to about it? And I speak out to my friends or my family and they go, oh my gosh, you know, what? there's something wrong with you. You need to go and see a doctor. You need to go and see a psychologist or something. I'm just like, no, you know, that doesn't feel right for me. So um, when I sat with how those changes were affecting me, it was like, okay, we need to be able to come together so that the messages that we're feeling can be supported by other people that are going through similar changes. And... You know, a, a really good saying that I absolutely love, you know, um, my vibe attracts my tribe. How true that could be once you actually step into that vibration and you start to, you know, um, feel into and, and, and start to communicate and, and people just, you know, thrive on, you know, oh, my gosh, I felt that the other day or wherever that, that, that takes you. So... Um, Coming into that space, I, I really wanted to make an impact on people making that decision on wanting to come to a film night. So we chose to be able to connect with um, film stars in America, um, directors, producers, writers that are making these documentaries. So we actually got... Um, uh, sent out an invitation and a proposal for the filmmaker, writer and producer of FEM, which is uh, January's uh, 2017's first film. Um, and um, Emmanuel is, uh, has accepted our invitation and is coming to Australia for just over a week to do an Australian premiere with FEM in Brisbane. Um, we've secured the Tivoli at four. Valley so that I think oh no no I don't think I feel that it's just going to be embraced okay because it's all about women healing the planet it's all about coming into that feminine energy of nurturing of protecting of caring and it's just an abundance of you know, you have a snowball and you throw it and it's full of love and you throw it at somebody and it's a kapang and you go, whoa, where did that come from? So um, getting the filmmakers and getting the people that are behind these film documentaries is what's going to be driving Inspired Living events to that next level. So we did... Um, one of the, the, the stars in uh, FEM is Sharon Stone. We did send the invitation to her, but I got a message this morning saying that she was just about to start a new film just after New Year's and that she couldn't make it. But we do have a video coming from her for Inspired Living Events um, before the film actually gets screened here in Brisbane. So I'm yeah, so stoked that we actually... <laughs> <laughs> Yes, so we've got that. So that's the next best thing. We couldn't get her here in person, but we've got a, um, a, she'll probably do two videos for us. One for the promotions leading up to them um, at the screening. And then on the night, we'll either, we're going to see if we can get her live on Skype first. Um, and if we can't do that, she'll do another video for us. 
Wow, that's fantastic. I feel like that's really great. And I think that, you know, there's so much um, really amazing knowledge in the in the United States for film. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of knowledge there um, and in Europe, too. And it's really great that um, I'm all for supporting Australia, but I, I also feel like we are one world. We, we are that, you know, go... And, and, and whatever whatever movies, whatever documentaries are speaking to the collective consciousness, where, wherever they're from, whether it be the United States, where the directors are there, whether it's Australia, whether it's Europe, it's like grabbing those and then speaking to the people that are involved. I, I feel that that's actually, um, yeah, they've got the passion, they're driving it and they're doing something about it, just like we are having an enlightened conversation, you know, promoting that level of consciousness to the world. And I feel like, it's exciting that you're allowing yourself to do that. I can imagine that it would be um, quite brave to, to, to step up there and go, um, you know, it's kind of like a Mike Myers and, you know, Wayne's World moment, oh, we're not worthy kind of thing sometimes. You know? <laughs> it's like, oh. um, but, you know, good on you, honey. Good on you. I'm really excited for you. I'm supporting of that. It's fantastic. It gets people excited. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, yeah, so we have got some other big names that we're going to be in contact with in the next couple of weeks. And um, I'm not going to mention any names because I don't kind of want to just say, oh, you know, she said she was going to get him and that, that didn't come through. So we're manifesting. I've got my manifestation board and the intentions and everything coming through. So, um, yeah, that's, that's the, the big plans for the start of 2017. Um, getting local business people involved as well is a really big thing that um, I'm really wanting to support the local communities and local businesses in the area um, and surrounding Brisbane and then when we move to the Sunshine Coast and have you know inspired living events and have a host there uh, doing the film documentaries and the workshops and then the retreats all come together so everybody then all comes together so if we have 50 people 100 people or 150 people they're all there together and they're all collaborating they're all communicating they're connecting they're present and they're sharing and then that's one of the biggest biggest things that I believe that is missing in community and connecting in with one another on an um, individual basis or in a group even because, you know, people are feeling isolated with social media, being online, uh, not thinking that they need to actually open their mouth to communicate, but they don't realise when they actually open their mouth that's a vibration and they're, they're actually sending that vibration out there to co-create their next part of their journey, um, you know, on their, on their journey on this planet, whatever that looks like for them. Absolutely. So, yeah. I absolutely agree. And and during our Q and A after this is aired, which we've got directly following, um, we do provide little links so if people want to call in, they can. And I think that's that's cool because people want to have their say. It doesn't have to be typed into a lot like when we're live streaming it. I feel like it. You know, it's nice to hear the other person's voice and to hear well what their opinion is and you know for a Q and A not to have to be a Q and A Q and A like it's more of a hey, let's all share what we feel about the subject. Do you know what I mean as well? Because I, I think that that's awesome. I think, and that happened That happened on your night too. I, I heard a lot of people, um, you know, just voicing their opinion rather than asking a question. And I was quite impressed about that because I thought this is great. People are really bringing it. They're bringing their opinions and that's what we need because not, not that everybody's being opinionated. It wasn't like that at all, but it just felt like they were really bringing in their authenticity of what they were feeling was true for them. And that was, it was great to hear um, the confidence in the, you know, in members of the audience speaking. I really enjoyed that. And I do enjoy that engagement. I do enjoy that level of engagement rather than, oh, yes, you know, we're the gurus. It's like, no, we're all equal here. When, you know, one planet, uh, one, you know, one human race, <laughs> um, you know, and we're all sharing our knowledge and wisdom, whatever's coming through at the time. And I believe it's perfect. Whatever's coming through is perfect for the people who are the audience. And, and because it's what they need to hear. I think it's the message that needs to come through at the time for, for people. I'm really big on that. And I really love that you've got that, that level of engagement happening too. And I'm excited it's coming up to the Sunshine Coast because I live in the Sunshine Coast. So, <laughs> again, being very selfish there. But, 
Too bad, too sad. I'm happy. <laughs> You're allowed to say Michelle. You're allowed. Yeah, I am allowed. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me more about One Purse, One Planet because I know a little bit about it, but I haven't done a huge lot of research. So yes, please share about that. I'd really like to know more. Okay, so One Purse, One Planet is all about um, equality for humanity, being able to supply different products, services, knowledge, um, a, a, an array of platform of different services to people that are um, not being able to be able to connect in or they've tried different areas of... Uh, let me just give you an example. We've got um, a new holistic learning program coming through for pre-preppies um, that's a platform that we're just starting at and we're doing that right now but then we're duplicating a model out of Bali called the Green School and we have got funders on board to put together this play-based learning um, facilitation I'm not going to sort of call I don't want to call it a program because it's not programming it's it's allowing the authenticity of a child to explore their inner guidance so that they can then best take away what they need to for that particular moment you know there's still going to be you know pens and paper there's going to be the English the mathematics the science the reading and music and all the other things that come with, you know, exploring that educational space of where a child needs to be able to grow. Um, but we're just taking it that extra step. So, for example, one of the, uh, the learning centres is going to be a glass house. The other one's going to be a, a, a Japanese constructed... Um, I, I don't even know the word and I really should, which is making me look a little bit foolish. But anyway, they're, they're Japanese houses, okay, with the, the screens. Um, we've got the, the tree hubs. We've got the tree houses. We've got the straw bale houses. We've got the yurts. We've got teepees. We've got pyramids. And they're all going to be individually based around um, a property of around about 42 acres and each learning pod place will be specifically designed for the needs of those children that is, you know, vibrating to them. So if they need to go to a specific, they're drawn to it or, or, or you know, not necessarily they're drawn to it, but they're drawing them to it, whatever the case may be. We're wanting to create an environment. If they can't go overseas to, you know, explore different aspects, we've got a one-stop shop already there for them. And so it's all about, you know, recycling, you know, saving the planet from, you know, excessive plastics. Um, oh, my gosh, I've just had a mind blank there. But it's just being in a space of, using resources that not necessarily need um, electricity. So we can use the wind for a windmill. There's going to be um, a river running through or, you know, something that can, you know, generate the electricity that can run the property. So we're yeah, using exactly. sustainable um, products to be able yeah. to... Yeah, that's awesome. Like it sounds really um, uh, integrative of all the elements of, you know, holistic sustainability and, and thinking along those lines. And, oh, wow, it's, it sounds really awesome. I, I, I can totally resonate with the whole play-based approach to, the, to, to education as well. Because, like, before when we were talking about exploring archetypes through movie, I think children do that normally when they're playing. Like, they'll, they'll actually explore what it's like to be that part that they've maybe witnessed in an adult or what have you. They play and they act it out. Like, they're always kind of um, therapy. Their play is all therapy the whole time. We don't, we just don't see it. When I was a counsellor of children, um, you know, we did a lot of play-based therapy. And um, when I studied Steiner education, I sent my kids to a Steiner school for a the, their primary years for that reason because it was really encouraged to really play through and work through things in a play 
based manner. So I'm excited to hear that. And I love how you've got the, the cultural um, aspects um, like in physical form too, so that it really exposes the children to that, the, the, the you know, the, the differences, but the sim, like the, they're not differences, are they? They're just colours the rainbow. And um, that sounds really exciting. And wow, it's just such a vision you've got there. And I can, I can see, like, I guess what's coming through for me as, as you were sharing was the fact that one person, one planet feels infinite, like the possibilities around what one person, one planet could support in terms of projects and, you know, where they'd have their hand in could be just so tremendously huge. I, I think that that's probably what you were talking about at the beginning when we were, when we were, when we started our conversation was that oh, sometimes it's so, oh, there's so much coming through because you can probably see and feel and tap into that infinite potential because it's, it's, it's actually, I feel what it's symbolizing. Yeah, no, totally Michelle. So, um, so that's one of our little projects that we've got happening as well. Um, another one that I'd like to share with you is, is like a transparent um, banking systems. So where the future of, you know, new business is going to be going. So what that looks like is virtual currencies, cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Ethereum, um, using blockchain as a um, internet accessing back, you know, bedrock ground building up from the bottom to the top and smart contracts. Smart contracts is, you know, where if we have a project, um, you and I just as an example, and then we bring on contractors to help us support that contract. Everything's transparent. Everybody gets to see where people are at. Everyone writes down what project they're up to, the, the times and the dates and everything. Even the one person that lags behind, you then actually get to see that. And so um, when that project is completed or it's semi-completed in part one, two or three, we can then analyse that situation and go, okay, so these per this person's not pulling their weight. Um, we contact them, we find out what they you know, if they've got any problems, what the issue is, do they have enough knowledge? And if they're just lagging behind, we have to then replace that person. But at the same time, we write reviews on the people that we're contracting with to then give them um, like a semi little resume online so that when they finish that contract, when they go to another contract, that other contractor can see the reviews and go, oh my gosh, this guy's absolutely awesome. That, you know, they're ranking fives, 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 fives the whole way through. So people that are being authentic with the way that they conduct business are going to get a higher review so that that's going to shunt out all the people that are not being authentic in business and um, because they're going to get a lower review so that they're not going to then be used as often. So then they have to then go back into themselves and then go, okay, what's wrong? What do I need to change? What does that look like for me? I'm going through some stuff. And that's like we were talking about before, the documentaries, the workshops, the retreats, and all this stuff's going to come out. So, you know, you, you might be able to see that picture now that with everything that um, we're putting in place in One Person, One Planet and Inspired Living Events, they all roll into one another to support a, a, a much higher consciousness, a much higher purpose of our existence here um, and uh, individuals. I agree. I, I don't think, yeah, I agree. I, I, I personally don't think that everybody that I have done business with has liked the way I've done business because it's really transparent and it's really authentic and not a lot of people can handle that. They just don't know how to do that or they see what you're doing as somehow offensive because it's so, it's so real and it's so transparent. Um, and I think that, 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 that um, I love the idea of the transparency because, you know, it, I'm all about that too in whatever I do. Um, that's part of the reason why I share a lot of myself on social media. But not only that, I do actually, yeah, all of me, you know, whether I'm 
knocking down a wall in the bathroom because we're, you know, renovating or, you know, uh, climbing a mountain or just about to do a, you know, a live stream, whatever it is, I feel like if you, if you hide components of yourself, even like if, if you hide, you start to hide components of yourself away from the world. I think people, they're very, people are awakening to something else, something different. And their third eye is opening now. They can actually see, they don't even know it yet, but they can actually see when someone's not, or they're holding back something. And I think to myself, you know what? Being dishonest and hiding aspects of yourself, whether it's in business or any other place, um, only what it does is it breeds mistrust, but it also breeds people um, who, who actually, it actually, um, you're doing them a disservice because they're actually picking something up and you're saying, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that. And, you know, in that principle of unity, you're not, by hiding, you're actually, you're actually hurting. Um, you're um, enabling uh, a disability of the third eye with other people. And I think dishonesty, if we just think it's about us, we're really kidding ourselves um, I think that when we start to step into enlightenment, we start to really understand how being transparent in all our affairs is of the utmost importance, not only to ourselves, to, because we liberate ourselves. I love that you've stepped into that in your life, in the introduction, that you're, you're now, you know, you're free-spirited and you've stepped into that um, because you can't do that if you're being dishonest. I don't, I don't care how... how how confident people feel about who they are. If you're hiding aspects of yourself, you really cannot step into that free spiritedness completely. And I, I, I honour and I value what you are doing, Kelly Kingston, because I feel like the world needs you. I really do. I really do. Oh, Michelle, that is so lovely. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's probably one of the most nicest things anyone's ever said to me. Yeah, thank you. It's um, it's been a long road, you know. Like we all have our own pasts. We all have our own kind of uh, downfalls. We all have our own perspective on who we should be and 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 what that looks like and what that looks like for me and then what that looks like for you and me wanting to be, you know, oh my gosh, I just want to be everybody's friend and, and you know, I'll do a service and, and I'll do this, this, this and this, but it's not servicing me. So um, when I kind of, you know, made that conscious decision to be able to take back control of who I am and, and what that looks like, because I didn't know who I was. And um, we're probably talking about eight years now, but... That was, the, that was the first realisation of me and, and what that looked like and who I was and, and what I had to offer. And so I was at my lowest of low. I was crying. I was upset. I was confused. I was um, a whole heap of different things. And, and, you know, people tell me you need to be at your lowest of low to get to your highest of highs and to actually be able to realise those realisations of where you don't want to be to then know where you need to be and to take those baby steps to get there. Some days I take leaps and bounds and other, and other days we're tiptoeing, you know, on that path and we're going, okay, this kind of feels okay, but I'm not 100% sure. So we'll just go and open this door a little bit and go, mm, nah, okay, we'll close that door. We don't want to be over there. So let's just trottle on over here and, um, yeah, see what other doors are going to open for us but yeah it's 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 just been a um a, a complete uh pleasure and that's probably not the right word um it's been oh my gosh i don't know it's made me happy michelle and and for I was not happy for a very, very long time. And I know happy is a very loosely used word, but when you get to that happy place, it, it, it's just, it's, it's so embracing. It's so lovely. It's, it's contentment and, and, and it's comfortable. But 
you know, you don't want to be too comfortable to be in a, in a comfort zone that you then get stagnant in. So then you just want to then, you know, start kicking new and new goals, but, but realizing and knowing your happy place and not, and not branching, you know, out of that space. Um, and another big thing I noticed along my way is, is respect. Okay. So respect, um, I never respected who I was. I didn't respect that um, I had a voice. Um, people kept on telling me that, you know, well, you will amount to absolutely nothing. I couldn't read a book. I read my first book at the age of 32, which was 10 years ago, cover to cover. Um, I wasn't really good at school. I associated more with my friends than I did with everything else. And that respect just, just wasn't there. I, I, I don't know why. I, I don't really have the answers for that. But once I actually started to respect who I was, not only as, you know, a body image of transforming and having children and, you know, a little stretch mark here or there, um, and then respecting my thoughts that, do you know what? I'm going to do this. Do you know why? Because I can. Because I'm going to give myself that power to then take that control to be where I want to be. That makes me feel good about what I'm doing. But not only does it make me feel good, it's making other people feel good. And that was, that was a no-brainer. A totally no-brainer for me. And whether other people thought that they were seeing it as me doing something wrong because it wasn't common knowledge to them, because they were taught a different way. Well, you know, I, I just believe that other people need to be open-minded to then know that they may not know everything and that they then can take that on because that might enhance their, their way of conducting business, um, talking, embracing family members, connecting with new people, new friends, and you know, making their life flourish even more than it is now. How cool would that be? By just having that, that, that slight bit of curiosity about, you know what, mm, that's been niggling away at the back of my mind for such a long time. I really resonate with that and I think I can get the answers from over there. I'm going to empower myself to make that move, to make that change, to see what lies beyond that point for me. And that's what I'm about. I'm, I'm, I'm about like, if it feels good, do it. And if you don't know how to do it, take a step in. Just do it. And if you make it, if that doesn't, if it turns to crap or it doesn't flow properly, take a couple of steps backwards and go, okay, this is what I did. Write it down. Write everything down. You write and release, write and release, write and release. And once you do that, then you then get, oh, my gosh, okay, this is the way to do it. Okay, I've now tried those ways and it didn't work for me. This is now going to service me to be where I need to be. And that's how it operates. That's the, the universe. It's just I the way that it is. The law of the Yeah, I totally, totally relate to what you're saying. And like, you know, one of my, like, you, you know, you, you just sort of said about four of the, well, actually five, I think, five of the principles that I that I live by. Honestly, we talked about just before, which is the first one. Open-mindedness, man, I, I seriously, I, the minute you step out of good and bad and right or wrong um, and you go, um, I'm not going to be in that position at all. I'm just going to go, well, what's, what's, what feels like where I need to be right now um, or what I need to know right now, um, then the world starts changing, like big time. Um, energy you know, what we manifest because if we stay stuck on um, what's not working, it's not working, we get stuck in contributing energy to it. Like I actually feel like a lot of energy flows there and, and but if we acknowledge it and go, okay, but um, you know, it's really not resonating with me right now, but this is over here. I'm going to, I'm going to immerse myself. In that. That's when we really do start, I think, affecting massive change because our energy, which is a lot, I believe all of us, um, doesn't get bound up in the perceived problem and we unlock, we unlock energy towards, to flow towards solutions. Um, I love that. And, and willingness, I mean, shit, take a leap of faith. That's another one, faith and willingness. Um, so for me, I really resonate with what you're saying because I live and breathe those 
those principles in my life. Um, I don't wait until everything's perfect before I do it. That is one thing. That is one big thing I have had to really just go, uh, literally, fuck it. Uh, I'm just doing it anyway because I've been told and I'm not going to allow my perfectionistic self here to stop me from starting. And, and even with enlightened conversations, I'm sure there are people going, what the hell is she doing? That could be different. That could be different. That could be different. And I'm so awesomely grateful for any feedback because I'm sure it can be different. But the essence of what I'm bringing and delivering to the world is certainly, hopefully, still here. And so if people plug into that, then they'll benefit again. So I, I, I completely relate to what you're saying, sweetheart. I just think it's fascinating um, take on moving out of stagnation, still stretching yourself, being grateful for knowing your happy place, but still, you, you know that things keep moving. It's, you know, you, you keep growing, you get led to that next project, that next thing that would, that next, what I call the next little stretch. Um, and so if you allow yourself to be, yeah, if you allow yourself to be in the, in the next little stretch rather than go, oh, I'm stretching and it's painful. It's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm just allowing myself to be in the next little stretch because I'm capable of it because obviously I'm meant to be in the, in the next stretch. Um, then you start to come from that place of excitement and less fear because you're not thinking, oh, God, I'm stretching and I don't know what's going on and I'm out of control and I have no idea. It's more, yeah, you know what? It feels like that new pair of shoes maybe they, or a new pair of jeans. Maybe I need to wear them in a bit. But I've got to own them because I bought them and they're mine. You know, it's a, <laughs> it's like that's that. a very good analogy, Michelle. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd love you to share with our viewers how they can contact you, how they can reach you, um, your various websites and things like that, just to give them an idea. And maybe um, some up, upcoming dates, perhaps, of you know, what's happening if you've got some setting concrete that would be awesome i know yep. that this is airing on the 21st of december so anything um post that date um is perfect yeah no worries so we um i'm gonna start with 2017 so our first film for uh january is on january the 6th which is a Friday night at the Tivoli at Fortitude Valley in Brisbane. And we are going to be premiering um, the uh, film documentary Femme, and it's all about women healing the world. Um, we will have the, uh, the director, the producer and writer, Emmanuel, with us. And he's coming over for a week. So we're going to be doing a whole heap of different things, contacting um, other filmmakers, producers, doing workshops, uh, not sure whether we're going to actually do a retreat yet. That's still on the, the, um, the kind of seesaw just weighing up different aspects of what that looks like. Uh, looking at a Sunshine Coast um, femme screening and a Gold Coast femme screening, which I don't have dates for at this particular point in time. Um, the... You've got your Facebook page that I'm yes. sure oh. by now um, will have all of that and also the website too. So um, they can they can certainly look up Inspired Living Events on Facebook. And it's, it's inspiredlivingevents.com.au, is it? No, just .com okay. is um, website. Uh, Facebook, very active daily on Facebook. One thing I do have to get into is doing Facebook Live. Um, people have been saying to me, you know, we want to see you, we want to be able to speak and, and hear what you've got to say. You've got so much, you know, good things that you can offer to different people. So uh, we're going to be doing a, a different, a lot of planning. I, I, I need to be able to plan these types of things um, so that I, I, I know what I'm actually talking about because I'd go off on different tangents every now and again and I might start off here and end up over here upside down and round and round and then I go oh my gosh where did that all go but you know that's just how it is 
Um, so yeah, so uh, definitely more Facebook Live for Kelly in 2017. Um, one Purse, One Planet. Uh, we've got www.onepurseoneplanet.org.au as it is a registered charity organisation. Um, and you can go to the contact page and just email us there. We do have our contact details. Um, on all our Facebook and um, website pages and we're on Twitter. No, are we on Twitter? I think we're on Twitter with Inspired Living Events and Instagram with Inspired Living Events. So we're building that more um, social online um, media aspect so that, you know, we're hitting that younger generation because we just, just don't want to... Um, be in that, you know, just the Facebook phase of where things are. You know, I've got children that are 13 and 15 and they're Instagramming like, oh, my gosh, I'm going, what are you doing over there? Your fingers are moving faster than your mouth's moving. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's like a different language these kids are going through. So um, I've just had a beautiful woman come on board. Her name is Emily Petering and she's just a social media goddess queen and she's smashing it out. And so uh, there's... There's things that we're good at. There's things that we're not good at. We have to realise that we're not good at everything and start to delegate and then be passionate. We need to step into our own power to create what we know we want to achieve. And if we can't achieve it in, in you know, um, a month or two months, we make stepping stone progressing and plans to achieve that. And then once we get there, we go, yay, for just flag in the, um, in, the, in, the, in the top part of your project and then you go, okay, what's next? And then you just keep I know, going, I love, and going and going. Yeah, I know. And it's, it's, it's exciting, isn't it, to be able to be in that place of joy where you can actually celebrate the achievements that you make along the way um, and, and, and have people around you celebrating with you as well. I love that. I'm a big advocate for there is no competition because you will attract the people that you need to attract. They'll be the, the right people for you. And so I love it when people, maybe they're doing the same kinds of things as me, are winning at what, or succeeding or getting likes or getting views or whatever at whatever they're doing. Because I think, yay, because um, we're all connected. So as they win, I win. As I win, you win. We all win. We never lose. No one ever loses. That's just an illusion. It's funny. The word lose is kind of in the word illusion, like that. Hmm. Hmm. I'll have to ponder that and, and break that down a little bit more, but kind of, yeah, it's interesting. Oh my God. Just yeah, had that aha moment. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just going into that aspect of, you know, um, looking into different words and what they actually mean and stuff like that. So when I actually, um, I'm, I'm here we go on a little quick tangent, but I, t I promise I won't be very long. Um, when I yeah, first started to read, uh, first started to read my first book at the age of 32, I then kind of was intrigued on so many different levels of, you know, what I've actually been missing out on. And it wasn't the fact that I couldn't read. It was the fact that nothing interests me at that particular point in time to keep my interest in sitting there and, and, and reading something. So I, I really needed to know what that was and, and, and I, I didn't know I, I, I found it really hard like I'd pick up books and I'd just go oh that looks really really interesting and then I'd just start to read it and I'd just go oh do you know what no no I, I can't relate to that one one bit but once I actually started to read it and because I didn't read a lot I didn't know the definitions of words so I actually then had my dictionary and my book it took me a little bit longer but I tell you what it's made me a better person for it today because now I understand different aspects of what these words actually mean and what we have perceived them to mean um, in our old practice or our old education learning it's not necessarily what it actually really means. So it's taking me to a different space of actually comprehending and acknowledging, oh my gosh, I've been saying it that way my whole life and it's, that's not even what it means. It's any wonder my direction of life in what I was actually speaking was taking me to a different place. And now that I am more conscious of using words and speaking the different words, it's now taking me to a truer place 
of where I actually really need to be. So, um, and then that then takes me to uh, a, a different space of, um, okay, so now I'm more truer to who I am so that we can then connect with different people and people come into our lives for a reason or a season to be able to then um, take you to another step, that, that, that step forward in, okay, they'll either assist you, you'll join forces, you'll collaborate, you'll do a joint venture, you'll start a business, you know, whatever that means, or they'll be your friend. And like, do you know what, Michelle, I don't have very many friends. I used to have loads of friends until I actually, you know, you get to a point of needing somebody because you're at your lowest of low and then people are busy being busy doing their thing and then you go, well, oh, I'm over here and I really, really, really need help and you find out who your real friends are. And so now um, I'm happy with that. I'm, I'm so happy with different aspects of who's in my life, why they're there, why they're not there, and I just continue moving forward. And, and, and I embrace that now. Yeah. Where I used to get really upset. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I might have a lot of friends on Facebook because I used to have that, the, the um, adage, I won't friend anyone I don't know. But then I got to the point where going, oh, hang on, people are reaching out to me that I really resonate with and I'd really like to be their friend. I've never met them. And it was like that more that sort of metaphysical barrier of, jumping over that and going, well, actually, why, unless, unless I really have a reason to unfriend them because I don't re really resonate after, you know, interacting with them, maybe it's cool, maybe it's cool. But having said that, um, I, yeah, I, I, I tend to keep that to my, my more work life and my private life is, is, is quite um, myself, my husband, occasionally I'll, I'll get together with friends, but it's, it's not... Um, um, I'm, 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 I'm quite introverted. People might not realise that about me, but I don't, I don't tend to hit the social scene all the time. I just don't, I feel like I, 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 um, I have enough engagement with my, my work life with, with socialising a lot, really, um, talking and, and, and socialising a lot. So for me, I'm, I'm more than happy to have my, my downtime as not um, lots and lots of friends all the time, um, which it's kind of cool because it means I don't, unless someone needs me and, we, and I, or I need them and, and then we're there for each other. I think, you know, you get, you get a sense of you don't have to be in each other's pockets all the time to know you love each other um, and that you, you are actually there if you need each other, but yeah, you're still giving each other time and space to, to do what you're going to do, especially with um, busy people like us where, you hope you have understanding friends because you, you know you really do hope that, that they that they get it that you, it's not about them it's nothing personal um, because the the mission is quite huge but I have had to actually step back from family and friends that I feel um, that I've assessed as uh, I love them but I feel that when I'm in their presence I feel that it's uh, draining on my energy or I feel like it's not value adding to what my mission is and. I got to a point where I felt I really need people that are value adding to me and my mission because it's a big mission and I need those people in my life. And so if I, you know, if I don't have them value adding, if I feel like they're kind of just, just detracting from it in any way, shape or form, I tend, I've tended to kind of cut them loose. Um, that they're, they're not really, really, I'm estranged from them, I guess you could say. Um, and I'm okay with that. I just feel that you have to love people and let them go sometimes. Just let them be where they are and not expect them to rise up and not expect them to support you because that's just, that's okay. They're in where they, they need to be. And that's, that's okay. That's fabulous actually, because if they weren't in that space, then they wouldn't be doing their next stretch, right? And that may be their next stretch. I totally get it. Yeah, I, I totally resonate with what you've just said then. It's like different parts of what you've said, you know, have, you know, occurred in my life in, you know, not so recent times. And it, it, it is what it is. And, and, and you can't take that on board or otherwise you're then sitting with that and then you're going to attract more of that to you and you don't want to do that. So you just really need to go, okay, radio, that may not have been pleasant right now and I really need to take that on board. But I'm not going to hold on to it. I'm not going to own it. I'm going to um, 
uh, utilize the information that I've got from it, find out how, how that's actually made me feel and not attract that anymore. And let's just get on with our journey on, on what that looks like. Absolutely. And yeah. on that note, I think we'll, we'll finish up and, and, and I'm so glad that we got been around the world and, and talked so many different things, which I love, 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 love. And now we've got our Q and A after this, which will be awesome as well. And I just want to thank you so much, Kelly, for joining me and sharing space and saying yes and supporting me. And thank you for supporting me on my mission. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have been there for you, but I feel like this is really giving back and really supporting me, what I'm meant to do. And you've got a voice and it's a beautiful one. And I hope you keep using it, sweetheart, because I'm, I'm listening. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, Michelle. Thank you so much for asking me. I'm very, very honoured and I totally respect you. And I, I just love everything that you stand for and everything that you do. Your loving husband is just, you know, you know, they say that you attract your mate, your soulmate, and you two just radiate together. So I'm totally honoured to be a part of your life and, and be a part of your business and moving forward. So thank you. Thanks, beautiful. Love you, love you, love you. Bye. Love you, love you.